Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Kavanaugh neighbor describes horrific experience dealing with aggressive pro-choice protesters. That's from Fox News. I'm not surprised because so many people aren't covering the fact that a man went to kill Brett Kavanaugh. And I haven't gotten over this. I haven't stopped talking about it. And I'm not about to start, stop, not talking about it, stopping talking about it. Why would I? Why would anybody? ABC, NBC, CBS, they've covered, they have not covered the story. They've hidden the story. CNN, not covering the story. They've hidden the story. The New York Times buried the story because it doesn't fit a good narrative. Mainly because they're actually okay with it. They are okay with the idea of threatening a Supreme Court justice. Unless, of course, that Supreme Court justice was Sonia Sotomayor or Elena Kagan. If that justice, if that justice was anybody else, anyone else, well, that would be the end of that. That would be the purposeful end of that. A serious problem. A serious problem, a serious issue. When you realize, when you see that they don't care, they don't actually care. That's unreal stuff, kids. That's unreal stuff. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. It has been described now that the suspect only abandoned his plans because his sister convinced him to call 911. That's it. His sister, if it's not for his sister, well then, who knows what happens to Brett Kavanaugh? If his sister wasn't there on the phone to say, don't do this, he goes from California to Maryland with a firearm, with a knife, and with pepper spray. If it was not for his sister. And we have discussed this before. It might feel like it's something that I'm engaged in repetition of. The repetition is extremely important because we still don't have any result from the Supreme Court on a possible overturning of Roe v. Wade. We have the leak, the Justice Alito leak. We know what happened. We know that we have a 5-3 decision to overturn Roe v. Wade based on this Dobbs case out of Mississippi. We don't know where John Roberts is. We know it could leak, uh, not leak, but it could be released anytime. Why haven't they released it already? By not releasing it, you are creating the opportunity for more harm and more damage to be done. 
Yes, there's going to be harm and damage done afterwards, but you rip off the Band-Aid and you say, here's our decision. You telling me that the FBI has gotten involved with, hey, this is when you release a decision? No way. No way and no how. Anybody who thinks that you don't release the decision two weeks ago is out of their head. But it's a decision that everyone has decided will be met with violence. Why? Why does it have to be met with violence? It gets met with violence because it's excused by a certain political party and by a majority of the media apparatus. A majority of that media apparatus, or that majority, I should say, is also fine with Republicans getting threatened, with conservatives having their lives threatened. If this had happened to Sonia Sotomayor or Elena Kagan or Stephen Breyer or the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, it would be 24-hour news about the end of civilization. And they'd be right. That the American civilization is a tenuous one based on concepts of civility. And civility is not holding the door open for somebody. And civility is not... Uh, saying please and thank you. Civility is the majority, not murdering the minority. Civility is about disagreement, not leading to violence. It is about holding the line and the standard. When a Supreme Court justice's life is threatened, we are all supposed to say stop. All of us. And the Biden administration has said absolutely nothing. They have not said word one. How can you not say word one? How can you simply let it go? And yet, when they're asked about it, when they are asked about it, they will tell you how they spoke up about it, or how Biden uh, was was opposed uh, to, to what happened. They never said it. They never once said it, never, ever, ever. Protest in front of their homes? Oh, that's totally fine. That's completely fine. Somebody threatening to murder a Supreme Court justice? Eh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, people are going to do what what they do. I know that Corinne Jean-Pierre said this. So uh, the president condemns the actions of this individual uh, in the strong terms and is grateful to law enforcement for quickly taking him into custody. She said that aboard Air Force One. No word from the president of the United States on this absolute threat to the third branch of government. The neighbors, they tell the story of what's happening. The disruption of their lives, the threats that are going on, it's not people from the area, it's people from outside the area. Well, we, we kind of knew that was coming. They're there at 7 p.m. You trying to put your kids to bed? Eh, you're going to have a hard time with that. 
the stress that it's creating. Oh, don't these neighbors, aren't they entitled to have the peace of enjoyment of your home? They have drummers, they have megaphone, they chant. They told the neighbors, blank you, blank your children. Funny, uh, I, I'm not surprised that the, pro, uh, the radical pro-choicers uh, hate your kids. I, 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 am, I am not surprised or shocked by this at all. The story is as problematic as the day is long. This story is the story of the descent of a nation. Indiana, where I live, where many of you live, the Indiana Democratic Party, no condemnation. No, no, should I, should I check the website just just to, to be clear? Okay, I'm checking the website, and, and here we are. And, okay, it's taking a little time because, you know, so many people go there. Um, it's probably like, ooh, somebody wants to see what we're doing. All right, let's activate the site. Someone's flipping a switch right now. Am I going to find a statement saying we we oppose the idea of trying to kill Supreme Court justices? Can you imagine that this is something that at any time you have to question? But when CNN and ABC and NBC and CBS, when they hide the story, or I should say don't even cover the story, and when the New York Times won't put it on the front page, they're telling you something. They're telling you what matters to them, and it doesn't matter to them. If a Supreme Court justice is murdered, as long as they're on the political right, because that'll teach them. That'll teach them that right there. Maybe now they'll understand that you don't mess with abortion. Mess with abortion. Definitely, definitely mess with abortion. By the way, the Indiana Democratic Party, uh, right here. Uh, no, no, no statement. None. No, not nothing in their blog. No press release. No statement whatsoever. They're fine with assassination attempts on Supreme Court justices. Why? I don't know. But they are. I refuse to to allow this story to go by the wayside. I refuse to allow this story to somehow not be what it is. One of the most important stories in America. And what I find fascinating is you hear people talking about Uvalde. 19 children were murdered. We discussed it here. And everybody wants to move gun reform because 19 children were murdered. Absolutely true. Guy shows up with a gun in another state to murder a Supreme Court justice. No one talking about gun reform because of it. All politics, all the time. The policy to move the politics, not because it's valuable policy. Because when some people get assassinated or threatened to be killed, I guess according to them, it's okay. Not me. Not rational people. I'm Tony Katz.